You're listening to Galaxy of Film. Welcome back to the brand new episode of Galaxy of Film. I'm, of course, your host, Max. I'm joined with none other than my co-host, Danilo. How are you doing, little man? Dude, listen, man. Let me tell you this story, okay? Go for it. So I tweet about it, dude. I tweet about it. My life was literally a horror movie, dude. When I got home after I saw you. You know, I think it was like that Sunday or something. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Early Sunday. Yeah, it was at night then. I was getting high or whatever. You know, it was a long flight. I needed to go to sleep. I took a midday nap, and I'm like, fuck, no, I can't sleep, and I worked tomorrow. So I got a little high. A little is probably, you know, underselling it based off the events that happened. But anyway, though, I like bacon. You know, I do. I'm a bacon guy, always. Mm-hmm. I never got it when I was at home, you know, because it was too messy to make and too, you know, time-consuming and all that bullshit. So I bought some bacon at Meyer, you know, a while ago, and I had it in my fridge, and I'm like, well, I'm a bit hungry, you know, let me fire up some bacon. Mm-hmm. So I fire up some bacon, dude. About three pieces. And it's taking a while, dude. And I'm like, okay, this, all right. Is it microwavable? It is. So I put three more ships in the microwave. So I have my stove going and the microwave going. Yeah, you know what that set off, man? Mm-hmm. My smoke detector. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'm high out of my mind at this point. Mm-hmm. This smoke detector is just blaring for five minutes. I get it to turn off because it just naturally turns off. I open a window because I'm like I didn't remember that if you hold it down like for five seconds it's you know good mm-hmm. yeah well I opened the microwave to check on my bacon yeah that smoke then set off my smoke detector and I'm like are you fucking shitting me right now dude so this so is I, this was Sunday when you came home right that this was Sunday night dude I okay, am high out of my mind I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gone at this point now so I get up there and I turn off the smoke alarm we're all good I open I like open my door because my smoke detectors are in the weirdest place. If you have a fire in the kitchen or in your bathroom, you'll be warned. But if you have one in your room or in the living room, you won't be. Oh. They're, the smoke detectors are like literally this far apart, dude. I'm not kidding you. On stupid. Yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I open the door and that gust of wind clears the smoke detector. Okay. Like, thank God. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Well, it rang for so long, dude, and there's not the uh, things above here that like spray water down. The sprinklers, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, shit, I hope, hopefully no one, like, evacuate, you know? So I'm like, okay, let me be discreet about it and pretend to go to my car through the back door. So I open my back door and I go down. I, I put on my, this is important, this is important fact. I'm like, I need shoes. I'm not going to put on the foams. It's raining outside. I'll put on my Birkenstocks. We'll call it a day. Mm. Put on the Birkenstocks, go there. There's, like, two steps, dude, to get down to the parking, to get down to, like, the parking thing. Mm-hmm. And I go down the trail or whatever, and I usually I take one step and kind of jump off, you know, because I'm like, I'm not going to go, you know, waste my time. Well, I missed the step completely, dude, and I fall about a flight of stairs. <laughs> and I land on all fours. I don't know how nothing broke. This is complete concrete I'm falling on. My phone goes flying about 10 feet. My watch is buzzing. It's like, you fell. SOS, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I felt. I'm fine, I think. So no one's outside, so I'm like, thank God. I pick up my phone, completely shattered. You can't see it. 
completely shattered back here. I was just thinking, man, this phone's been doing good. Maybe I'll turn it up to get an upgrade for the new one. It's we were just talking about that. Yeah, it's in pristine condition. Nope, gone. So yeah, that's sick. Mm. And then I finally come back inside and I'm like, that well that that was a great way to end the night. Oh, oh, mind you, while the smoke detector is going off, I'm watching like the Watchmen HBO show. Yeah. This is a shootout for 20 minutes, dude. <laughs> and my TV's blaring. This is all while I'm high, dude. Oh, you were just fucked, dude. You were like in Apocalypse Now for all you were concerned. Yeah, no, I, I for sure was. It was the worst experience of my entire life. <laughs> oh, after all oh, after leaving my house. Sick one, bud. <laughs> yeah. There you like go. Like I said, dude, I don't know how I'm not bruised or like bruised or broken. Well, glad you're okay, little man. Glad you you know, we'll have to get you one of those life alert buttons. We'll help I fall and can't get up next time you bust your fucking ass down the stairs. <laughs> Not the only thing I bust. Okay, okay dude. dude. Yeah, this. Yeah, sick, bud. Oh boy, guys, we got a good show for you this week. We're of course discussing Brad Pitt's Bullet Train and Ryan Gosling's The Gray Man, which is a Netflix exclusive. But we're not alone this week, thankfully. Um, we've got Alex from Drinking the Movies. How are you doing, bro? Doing all right, man. I'm I'm hyped to be back talking about two movies that I actually liked. Okay. Okay, well, we'll get into that. We will definitely get into that one. <laughs> Before we go ahead and get into our news, which sure isn't much to cover this week, Danilo, I know you're not prepared. You're going to choke on your Arnold Palmer over there, whatever you're drinking. Check your phone. Check your phone to see the height, bro. See check your height. phone to see the height right now. See the height. Bro, we got iTunes review. Go ahead and read it out, pal. Yeah, I'll read that, buddy. Just leave. Oh! <laughs> I oh. completely missed it, dude. Completely. That's like three feet. That's half your size, Danilo. No, dude, that that's like four, man. It's it, the picture doesn't do it justice. You'll see it when you come here, man. Well, for our our social media followers, you can check the Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy of Film. Next week, we'll post a picture of Danilo at the crime scene. All right, dude. So who am I reading off? Amazing. What the fuck is this, bro? Max slays so hard. Space and then one. Two, three, four exclamation points. Sick. All right, five stars. Um, July 27, 2022. Dude, what day are we in? We're on August 10th, man. Come on now. Uh, Max puts so much work into golf. Uh, space, and then her exclamation points, which is four this time. Support, support, support. Space again. Oh, my God, dude. Why the spaces, bro? I'm having an aneurysm right now. Five exclamation points again. But, yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm lighting them up on their Insta. Who tags their Insta, bud? Space, then, parenthesis, follow my Insta with, like, the kissy emojis, but not with the hearts for our listeners out there. Like, the blushing kiss. Like, if you were to, like, if you're in Alabama and you kiss your cousin. <laughs> and, then, and then it's K, caboodle, caboodle. And then that extra parenthesis. Oh, I forgot. Her username was amazing with the tongue out four times, the laughing face once, and then the tongue out two more times. The laughing, crying face. You're so bad. Why do we have you read these things? Jesus. <laughs> oh, how do we actually manage to get iTunes reviews of you on the show blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind, bud. Dude, they, they just want to get flamed down here. It's like that <laughs> Tinder thing where it's like, you know, well, like what, roast me or whatever. 
And then, you know, they send him the roast or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Remember that was like a whole fucking trend back then in the day? Uh, I guess, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the iTunes review. We really appreciate it. Really, really helps the uh, podcast make its rounds on people's recommended pages. You're such a fuck. <laughs> what, dude? I'm saying thanks, then, man. Oh, let's go ahead. Um, also, we did hit recently on our YouTube channel, Galaxy of Film Productions, 100 subscribers. I believe we're at 102 now. So thank you for the constant support on that. <laughs> Um, we have some things coming up on there. Danilo, you have a vlog you're working on, actually, for the GalaxyCon we just attended in Raleigh. Dude, working on? Come on, Anna. Haven't even started. Well, <laughs> uh, let's be real here, man. At least you're honest, I guess, dude. Yeah, well, check it out, Galaxy Film Productions. But we've also hit 1,000 followers on the TikTok at Galaxy of Film, uh, which means we can go live now. So follow us on there. We're going to be doing some shit on there at some point, you know, at some point. No, right now, dude. I'll go live right now. Go for it, dude. Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Thank anyway. you. There you go, man. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk news this week. Um, not very much going on because last week we discussed with Jake all the Warner Brothers things going on over there with the new CEO, um, like Batgirl getting canceled. So check out last week's episode if you want to hear all of our thoughts on that. Um, but first up, this is kind of interesting, and I know, Danila, you aren't too much of a fan of this guy. Um... But Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad, has announced he's working on a new drama series and compares it to The Twilight Zone. What is your thoughts on this, Danilo? Are you, does this interest you at all, this comparison? I know you're a big Twilight Zone fan. Dude, I know we're trying to do good out there and stuff like that. And, you know, get sponsors and all that. So I'm just going to be quiet about this guy. I, I have absolutely nothing nice to say at all. The first thing that popped in my mind were just two words. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not even going to comment on this one. Okay, Alex, what about you, man? Do you have any comments? I mean, it's exciting. It's glad to know that Vince Gilligan is not just relying on the ba- Breaking Bad name mm-hmm. to keep working. The fact that he's actually going off and doing something original is nice as well. Yeah, I feel you on that, dude. Um, I think it's an interesting comparison to go ahead and you know just throw out Twilight Zone before we even have... You know, Better Call Saul's not even finished yet. We have another week of that. So it's kind of a bold well, statement. We, Go ahead. Remember, they started teasing They started teasing a spinoff of Breaking Bad before Breaking Bad was even finished. Yeah, but this isn't a spinoff. This isn't Breaking Bad. Uh, I think I think it's they're try, Vince is trying to get away from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad because he knows mm-hmm. that it's over. The 14 or so years that he's been in this world are done. So he wants to move on to something else, and he wants people to know about it. So no, I, I think agree, that's... 100%. I just think it's, you know, interesting think... that, like, instead of riding out the Better Call Saul, like, hype wave, because the finale is next week, you know, I'd expect to go on his social media, and that's all he's posting about, you know, or just the, the penultimate that just came out this week, because I've seen spoilers for that all over my damn feed, you know? But, um, yeah, I don't know, I think I just think it's interesting, it's bold to go ahead and just compare it to the Twilight Zone right away. I trust, though. I mean, I think the man has consistently wrapped us around our televisions for 14 years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think he's earned a bit of faith. I agree. I agree, man. Um, I actually got a comment. I got a comment now, man. I I think he's running out of money. I I think he's running out of money. Because Netflix is finally pulling it, thank God, off its fucking platform. So I think he's running out of money, dude. Better Call Saul's going to be pulled, too, as well. In no time. So he's like, fuck, dude, I need something new to do. 
I need to make money because I'm only a one hit wonder or two hit wonder. Straight L, dude. You get the mute. <laughs> um, up next for the news, though, this one is something, you know, we've talked about I don't know how many fucking times. Um, and I'm sure with you as well on the show, on and off, Alex. Ezra Miller has finally Jesus been arrested. Christ. He's finally been wait, fucking arrested. Wait, wait, wait. Finally, I I didn't I heard he was charged, but I didn't hear he got arrested. I yeah, he was arrested. Found him. Let him finish the news, man. <laughs> so I'll know when he was arrested. Yes, he was arrested for burglary. He was charged. They found him at like midnight that night. Um, thank fucking god, dude. Apparently, some more shit came out today, where I don't know what organization it is, but they're going after the mother of whose kids Ezra had. Um, I, I guess for child neglect. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of done at this point. Thank fucking God Ezra has been arrested, dude. Um, fuck the Flash movie at this point. That's just how I feel. I can't support this guy after the absolute fucking... I, I'm at a loss for words of what Ezra Miller's done. Like, it feels like the the events of the past year, for, as far as he's gone, or what he's done, it feels like a bad, like, SNL skit. Or a fucking remember Mad TV, the Mad Magazine show on the Cartoon Network. It yeah, dude, feels that's like, lit. yeah, this feels like a running gag with that dude. Like every week, what fucking out of pocket situation can he get into? Um, and it's just it's it's been out of pocket. As simple as that, man. It, it's absurd to me how someone with such a role, how his movie is still coming out and under these circumstances. And obviously, you know, we talked last week about it for quite a bit, Danilo. You know, the logistics with it about, you know, it's a $200 million movie, they're not going to reshoot this, they can't recast the whole nine yards. But, like, fuck it at this point. I don't know, man. How are you feeling about it, Alex? As a DC fan, it's... I, I feel very conflicted because, as a person, you can't support what Ezra Miller's done. Like, you look at that, like, there's no way, there's no rationalization you can support mm. his decision-making. So, I mean, I still want to see the movie because I'm holding out hope that what they're going to do is they're going to kill off um, Barry Allen, Ezra Miller, Barry Allen, within like halfway through the movie, and they're going to bring in Grant Gustin. Because if they do that, then they actually have a good flash. I, I would agree, dude, but, but I just don't see it happening. Look, it's the only way I'm able to process the Flash movie still coming out, but Batgirl gets canceled for no I'm not beating the same horse y'all did last week, but, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all y'all went through this for two, for almost three hours last week. We don't gotta go through it again. Yeah, dude, we, we, yeah. We've been talking about that nonstop, even on the socials and shit. I'm sure everyone's tired of me, you know, shit posting about how Batgirl's being canceled. Um, Danilo, what are your thoughts no, on being arrested, finally? You know, I said, never mind, hang on. Hang on, dude. I was going to say something, but like I said. Um, <laughs> let's see here, dude. What can I say that's like appropriate? Right. Go for it, dude. Everyone, it. I'm sorry. No, for well, I would go for the death penalty, truly. What, what an absolute waste of a human being, dude. You know? Like, still release the movie because they had to suck off Zack Schneider. So release this shit, you know, to make all those little DCU fuckboys uh, get their hopes and dreams. But I won't see the movie... I could care less about the DCEU. Um, 
I say they. I don't know why they just didn't write this one off. I mean, I mean, you know, man, body slam someone, threw a few chairs in Hawaii, kidnapped someone. Um, you know, just just your run of the mill, Ezra Miller stuff. <laughs> I would go for a death penalty personally, but you know, that's just me. What were you gonna say before that, Alex? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say no, 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 no. Please continue. Continue to post about Batgirl because I am not going to let Batgirl just go down with a whimper. That movie should not have been canceled. That movie should. That movie needs to go out in the blaze of glory, and that's. There were so many things that looked so promising about that movie. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it just is astounds me that that's what Warner Brothers did. Yeah. If but. we get if we get what what if we got Wonder Woman 84 the uh, the Snyder cut, the main Justice League, Batman vs Superman, uh what's another Aquaman dude and The Flash. All those horse shit movies which were about what 250 million plus maybe, especially the Snyder cut. Mm. We should at least be able to get the 180 million Batgirl movie. It's not. E- it's only ninety million. We'll double it because of marketing. That's oh, okay. I got so, you. Yeah, I thought you were yeah, saying just throw it out. Got, it is. We got six bullshit DCEU films. Mm. Total ass. Worst things ever ever created to mankind. We should at least be able to see the one with Brendan Fraser, Batgirl. You know, and I don't. I don't know who else is in it. I, I forget Batgirl's name. That's why I called it Batgirl. Oh, that was Leslie Grace and uh, J.K. Simmons is in it. Yeah, I care less about him. But yeah, those two men, like mm. you know. Yeah. If we got six bullshit movies, we should at least get one. And you, one you mentioned Justice League, dude. Justice League has to be even more than that because they reshot over half the fucking movie. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 just add one more. What is one more shit DCEU film gonna do to this franchise? Is it gonna hurt it? Absolutely not. And I don't even think this one was gonna be shit, man. Yeah. I could see if they said what we're gonna do is we're gonna, you know backburn it for like you know a few months mm-hmm. we work a few things so we can get maybe a longer runtime or a shorter down runtime you know for a theatrical release i would be cool with that you know i would be a, all you know i i said if Z is whatever his name's zaslav or whatever mm-hmm. is you know gonna cut these movies because he wants theatrical runs i'm cool with that man but make it a theatrical run but if you're just gonna cut it for just you know it being bad when it's still in post production or whatever. Fuck it, dude. I already yeah. got six. I already got six other shit movies. One more ain't gonna add to it. And it was about to be lined up for a theatrical run too. We talked about that in the podcast a couple months ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know, muted. man. What'd you say, Alex? You're muted, bud. You're muted. muted. You're muted. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Batgirl was HBO Max. Yeah, we it know. It was, supposed to get a, it was supposed to get a theatrical release that we talked about about a month ago. Because Blue Beetle's getting one as well now. It was during that time period once Blue Beetle, um, when set photos were coming out, they were talking about this. Hmm. This was also, um, I think, shortly after the Michael Keaton set photos were released for Batgirl. Oh, yeah. This was a, this was a bit ago. We were talking about it. I think, you know, yeah. before Celebration, that time period. But, yeah, it, oh, it was lined okay. up at some point. It was. Um, well, up next, though, for the last piece of news, 
Um, this one's a bit unfortunate. I think we've all have heard and have seen posts about it going on. Um, Olivia Newton-John, you know, the actress from Greece, has passed away at the age of 73 from cancer. Um, rest in peace. I'm not a huge... I've, I've seen Greece a few times, you know. Um, I'm not too familiar with her with her work other than Greece. I don't know... I don't know her much other than Greece and her music. Um, yeah, it, it's just a sucky thing, dude. Overall, when someone's gone like that, you know, I've lost people to cancer. It's a shitty thing. It really is. You know, rest in peace. Um... Do you have any comments on this, Alex? I thought she was a fantastic singer. Um, my mom is a huge Grease fan, so this was definitely bigger for her. Mm. Um, like she loves that movie so much. Um, so that definitely hit home for her. But I mean, it. I think that if we had all grown up around the time that Grease was popular, we would all be feeling it a lot more. I agree. Like, that movie was. That movie was very. Like, it was insanely popular for its time. Mm-hmm. And still is. It has so. a huge following still that's, like, remained, dude, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they did, like, Broadway or something. Even recently, because, yeah, like, Travolta did, like, a couple years ago. Huh. They did, like, musical for, like, ABC or whatever, didn't they? It was right before COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, 2018, 2019, and they did that whole thing, yeah. Yeah, because it was on ABC. They did stream it or, you know, do a live thing for it. I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Danilo? Do you have any comments on, on this one? I obviously didn't listen to her music. Uh, I wasn't that big a fan of Grease. I've, I've seen I've seen it, you know, and I've heard her music. Just, you know, don't go out of my way to see it. But, yeah, man, like it's sad, like you said, you know, always mm. someone dying like that. Um, my dad really liked Grease, so that's how I knew her, but, you know. It's it's weird. My my dad also liked Grease. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that was, odd, but I, yeah. I, I think you know. I think our dad's was mainly because of her. You know, when she was young back then. No, my dad was in the the, the fucking musical. I think he said he like shaved his head for it or something. Okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, though. Yeah, no, it is sad, dude. But uh, what can you do? oh. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for news this week. Uh, rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. It sucks, obviously. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and talk stream of the week, Danilo. Last week I had Sky High. What's your stream of the week this week, man? Yeah, dude. Funny you should mention that, bro. Um, No idea. Give me one minute. I don't know what I've watched, man. I keep that Alex, little Alex, what's your stream of the week this week, buddy? You got it. You got the spotlight. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, 13 Lives. The uh, new, it's a new film on Amazon Prime. It's about the 2018 Tom uh, Cave Rescue in Thailand. Okay. There was a documentary. There was a documentary released about last year called The Rescue, and this is the feature adaptation of the story, okay. directed by Ron Howard. It stars um, Viggo Mortensen, uh, Colin Farrell, Joel Edgerton. Tom Bateman and Paul Gleason, they're the five main divers in the film. And this is Ron Howard's best film in a long time. Okay, what's like, this on? It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, it's yeah, a okay. Prime original. It oh, got dumped original. on there. It it got dumped on there because of the MGM buy. Mm. Uh, Amazon just dumped it on Prime in August for no reason. Like it had a huge awards potential. But they dumped it. But it's still a fantastic film, and it's terrifying if you're claustrophobic, because oh, they actually really? this is not 
it's not like CG. They built these sets. Mm. Like these cave sets, they built them and you see like Vigo, uh, Colin and Joel Edgerton, like they're doing their own stunts. Damn. Okay. I'll you, check this out, man. You, you, you see their faces as someone who is claustrophobic. This was terrifying for me, but it mm. was also just fantastically done. And it is, it can be a bit formulaic and it definitely is long. It's like, it's two and a half. Okay. Um, so it's definitely a sit, uh, a long haul, but it's really worth it. I'll have to check that and, out. I, mean, it, I like Ron Howard. It's also really respectful of uh, Thai culture and a lot of like a lot of extras, a lot of uh, people who worked on the film were actually from Thailand. Oh, that's neat. That's always nice. You know, everything's so he, uh, legitimate. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you had the white guy directing it, but I mean... <laughs> That's what that that's like been. I've heard people joke about that with Thirteen Lives. It's like it's just it's a white savior movie, and I'm kind of thinking, you did not watch the movie then. <laughs> <laughs> that it's no. I'll have to check it out, no. dude. If it's you know bringing out like your claustrophobia fears, that reminds me a bit of um, what was that Kristen Stewart movie last year we talked about? You know that you you it terrified Spencer. you, Spencer, Spencer. No, 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 dude. no, no. didn't terrify me, but uh, uh, underwater. Oh yeah, underwater. Oh. Yeah, that movie was ass, but dude, I hate the water, bro. And that shit was just. I'll have to check it also, out. Also, that Alex. came out like three years ago, man. It's it's one of my favorites of the year. Wow, wait, is in the twenty twenty two? What the fuck? Dude? Yeah, dude, it, that's what I'm saying, man. I still remember it's, when I was uh, getting texts from listeners saying, wow, does Danilo really not shower? <laughs> Who the fuck said that, bro? I did get a couple texts about it, actually. It was pretty funny. <laughs> when did you make a joke about that? Oh, the water. Th- oh. Yeah. Because of the, oh, yeah. Tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> oh, boy. That movie sounds interesting, though, Alex. I'll have to check it out. I like Ron Howard. Um... I also like Colin Farrell a lot more, especially after fucking Batman. So I'm down to watch more oh, of his stuff. Oh, he's... Yeah, Colin Farrell is great here. My favorite was Viggo Mortensen. He just killed it, as always. Hell yeah, man. It's on Amazon Prime, you said? Yes, sir. I'll have to check I it out, man. ask everyone who's listening to please go watch it. Also, dude, just for our listeners out there, if you have Amazon Prime, you have... Amazon Prime Video. I'm an Amazon you know many, employee, and I don't get you know free many, Prime. <laughs> okay, dude. That's because you work for a shit company. Now. I know, dude. It just pisses me off whenever people bring up Prime. Dude. I was like, damn. like, I can't believe I've, they can bundle a streaming service with their little bullshit-ass premium like sales bundle or whatever. But I, I can't get it for fucking under- free. I think sales bundle is better than their streaming service, dude. No, I'm saying I agree. But I'm, I can't believe they can combine the price of that, but I can't oh. even get one of them for free. And I work for the fucking company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's, fuck you, maybe, Jeff. Well, isn't the turnover rate so bad there, man? It's about to get even worse soon, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's exactly right, buddy. <laughs> uh Speaking of things about to get worse soon, we're going to go ahead and take our quick break and go over our rating system. When we get back from our break, we're going to go ahead and discuss Brad Pitt's Bullet Train. 
We'll be right back, guys. Oh, hi, Mark. The Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here is the order in which we rate these films. Number 5. Coruscant, the entire planet is one big city. Number 4. Thanks. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tabana gas mine. Number 3. Like you did by the lake on the blue. Number 2. Set your course for the Hoth system. And lastly, number one. Gotta get back to Jakku. Back to Jakku! Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Alright, and we're back from our break. Danilo, give us a recap of Bullet Train. Okay, dude. So, everyone's on a fucking train. Literally every fucking assassin. Um, all connected somehow to... What was his name? Black Death? Angel Black Death or whatever? No, he's the, the White Death. Death. White Death, yeah. Where are they? I, I, I didn't know the setting. Were they in China? Tokyo? They were Japan. Tokyo. Yeah. Japan, Japan, that's it. On a bullet train in Japan, Brad Pitt's on a mission. He's just there to retrieve a briefcase. Briefcase. Everything goes haywire. Everyone's after this briefcase. Everyone's, like I said, everyone's all connected somehow to Black Death, White Death, Black Plague, whatever the fuck. Um, you know, two brothers, Ty Brian Tyree Henry and his buddy are just there, you know, shooting the shit. They're British. Uh, we got a girl there. It all starts, though, with just some, like, random guy um, looking at his kid in the ER. Um, and he gets wrapped up in it and everything. Anyway, what have you. Uh, so much shit happens in this movie, but it's just total bullshit which happens. Um, anyway, though, man, they're all after this briefcase. Brad Pitt wants the briefcase. Everyone fucking else wants the briefcase. Literally, everyone else just fucking dies just by accident with Brad Pitt or actually dies somehow. Um, the old man from the beginning comes on and he's like, I was like a better Black Death before, but fate has brought me together so I can finally see my, oppo my opponent. There's a little girl on the train. She's not little. She's an adult. There's a girl on the train, and uh, she's Black Death's daughter, but we find out that out in the very last act. Um, who else? Uh, Brian Terry Henry. Uh, th we think he's dead, but he's not. Then he's actually alive. So it's those three, four guys up against Black Death and his army. And fucking goddamn, dude. I just forgot his name. I just blanked. What's his fucking name, dude? From 21 Jump Street. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's in it, dude. Best part of the fucking movie, <laughs> one thousand percent. It was it best part of the fucking movie. Anything else was just bullshit. But when he was in it, he was an absolute G, top G. Um, we keep going on, dude, and they have a big fucking battle. The train explodes and just flies like through a city, and everyone just somehow fucking survives. Uh, and Black Death dies, and he's played by Michael Shannon. Um, I thought this was the Yakuza, not white people, but whatever, dude. And that was the end of the movie. Angelina Jolie, not Angelina Jolie, dude. Sandra Bullock comes in and uh, saves Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Like, not literally say, but like, you know, tells him we can go home. In the post credits scene, man, yeah. Yeah, and Brian Terry Henry's character is just chilling and kills the girl. Black Death's daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That, that is indeed the movie. That is indeed the movie. You don't sound impressed. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no, not at all. Okay, let's go. Let's dive into it, man. What do you What do you hate about this movie? Because clearly, you don't like it. This like what What was this movie, dude? Like, like I've never noticed editing in anything. Mm. Hardly ever. Do. We cut just randomly to so many different people, just in like the first 
act in like a half. Well, I was like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Like, how is this all going to connect at the end of the day? Because clearly that's what they were going for. Straight off the bat, dude. And they're like, you know, they, like this is this is their, uh, what is it? Like the meta card that they're playing. Like everything is going to connect. And it did. It was, just, it was just so piss poor, dude. It was just so piss poor. You know, it was just a boring film. That's what it was, man. It was a boring film. If you want to turn off your brain, eat some popcorn, have a drink, you know, take someone out, see a fucking, you know, one thumbs up movie. Sure. Go waste your ten dollars. Dang. Okay, Alex, what are some of your thoughts, man? Because this is something you were very excited for, right? Yes. I loved I was sold from the first trailer. The whole vibe of the movie just seemed very lighthearted. It's like it's not it knows what it is. Like, this movie's not trying to be highbrow, it's not trying to be artsy, it knows it's a action movie taking place on a train, mm. okay? And with that, it gets inventive. Like, the, the kills in this movie are very inventive, sometimes very surprisingly graphic, and it kind of adds to some, like, just some jump scenes almost, like when um, Logan Lerman's revealed to be dead and you just see the blood coming from his eyes, you you just kind of make that face for the like, oh, crud. So, mm. I I also really liked all the performers in here. Brad Pitt's he the man after he won his after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's just living life right now. He's just having fun, and I'm here for it because the the more fun he has in a movie, the more he's going to care. Yeah, and like, I can see that. He, and he, he it seems like he's caring more here. Than in some of the more Oscar Beatty movies he's done, I, I do agree on that actually. <laughs> and I, I, and I think that's because he knew what he was doing, and he was like, you know what, I want to have a good time. Mm. So, and I mean, a lot of the people on here already had working relationships with David Leach beforehand. Mm. So, and also the editing, I gotta agree with Daniel. There were a lot of, there were a lot of editing errors in this. Mm. And the CG, especially in that last half hour, does not hold up to to snuff. It's not good. Like, even yeah. the first time I was watching it, I was kind of like, okay, oh, let's... Oh, first time? How many times have you watched this, dude? Once. Oh, okay, okay. I've only seen, I've only seen it once. That's all I've had time for. <laughs> okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't generally go see movies twice. Well, I know, I know, but still, okay. I got you. Do yeah. Um, the last half hour though, with the CGI, you know, especially the ending shot, whenever Sandra Bullock comes in and she's like, "Oh, we can go home. What the fuck ever." Oh yeah, ugly as hell. That felt Unfinished. very much like they tacked it on while they were making the Lost City, because you know Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, and mm -hmm. Brad Pitt were all in the Lost City, and they were in this. Yeah. So, I forget that movie exists. That, that was recent too. It, it, it's alright. It's nothing special. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I I did appreciate this movie, though, and Michael Shannon. Dude, Michael Shannon. He was so good in this. I loved him. Like, he, he's definitely hamming it up, mm. but it's so much fun. Who the fuck is Michael Shannon, dude? I'm trying to... Dude, it, he played I General Zod. Know, I only know Michael Shannon... Shout out to this store, this little web store that's online and Instagram. Super Yaki or whatever. S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I. Y-A-K-I, dude. 
they make like cinema shirts and everything. Mm. I have one that says like show up early for Maria Menounez or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they made like a Michael Shannon like drop or whatever. That's the only reason I know him. Oh, I, I fucking hate work. this guy. A dude, what? We didn't even recognize he was in the fucking movie, man. No, he's in Knives Out, dude. He's the fucking um the asshole yeah, yeah. dad. I hate this dude. Because of Knives Out, or just like you hate him as an actor? I hate him as an actor. I can't see him in anything. Wow, dude. Well, you stood him in. You, you didn't even know he was in Bullet Train, man. Yeah, dude. Fuck. That's how much I cared about him. All right, man. <laughs> you give us your thoughts on Bullet Train, bud. Uh, this is weird, dude. I, I've talked about this a few times in the podcast, but I think this movie, more than anything, was just a big eye-opener for me. Um, I'm to a point now, unless it's a Marvel movie or a Star Wars or a big franchise thing, I'm not watching trailers. You know, And sometimes it's it's a good thing, because there's been weird instances where like, I'm walking into Spencer last year, had no clue it was a Princess Diana movie. And I'm leaving pleasantly surprised. But there's times where, like, I'm walking into a movie like Bullet Train, and, like, I think I know what I'm expecting, right? It's going to be kind of generic, whatever. Um, and I, I did watch, like, part of a trailer for this at one point. Because I remember I texted you about it. Yeah. Um, I remember almost no details by the time I actually went to the movie to go see the fucking... Actually sit down to my showing. I remember none of the fucking details in the trailer. Um... Again, dude, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Like, I, I don't like Brad Pitt normally, whatsoever. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an area thing. Maybe it was the kids I was growing up with. But every fucking girl in middle school, high school, and then their moms, sisters, every fucking girl I knew was obsessed with Brad Pitt. It was like the generic go-to name actor for a minute that people were talking about. It was annoying, dude. I'd never... Him and Mark Wahlberg are Fuck two... Fuck that guy, dude. I do... To this day, I do not like Mark Wahlberg's movies. Ruined Transformers. I, I haven't even seen him in Transformers, dude. I quit watching Transformers because of him. W. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't like Brad Pitt like that. Like, he's not bad by any means, I feel like. He, he just... It's mid. Constantly mid for him. Um... So going into this, I just was expecting just mid, I guess, you know, a fucking Brad Pitt movie. I don't know, man. Sitting down, you know, we get the first five minutes of jumping to fucking everybody. And this movie all of a sudden just becomes flashy as fuck. And um, once it tries messing around with that, once we get onto the bullet train and we're going through and everyone's settled in, it's like it... Like you're saying earlier, um, Alex, about how like this movie is by all means a train movie and gets inventive with that concept. Yes, um, and that it's it's like you're, you have to fucking buckle in for this whole ride, dude. It feels like because it fucking yeah, it takes I mean, I off. Think, I mean, I, and what you were talking about at the beginning, mm. where it just starts they start showing off everyone. That's intentional because yes, while Brad Pitt is at the center of this, it this is truly an ensemble piece. It is. This it is, is not. This is not just like Brad Pitt carrying the movie. No, because we actually spend a good bit of time away from Brad Pitt. Like, especially with a lot of the, like, when they do the flashbacks, which I actually thought the flashbacks here made sense when mm -hmm. they did them. Usually that's a big pet peeve with me, but I appreciate the inventiveness, but there's still, like, there, there's, a, there's some technical stuff, man, and it felt, it felt rushed. It 
does feel rushed. I do agree the flashbacks like, are a nice touch. They're, they, I think the flashbacks blend well with the storytelling for this movie. They don't feel like a cutaway gag like some flashback scenes do in other films. Um, and like, like seeing it does feeling rushed, like, I, I agree to a certain extent, and I think that's what makes this movie good. Is like, this is a movie where once it, it, it gets up and going, dude, it's like, this is all hands on fucking deck. You know, who cares? There's a couple plot holes here and there. You strap in, you're in for a fucking ride. You're going to see some insane deaths in this film. You're going to see some good performances of, you know, at the very least, some decent performances by these people. Um, some hilarious writing, in my opinion. Oh, yes. Brian, the Thomas the Tank Engine bits. I love that. Alex, oh, I I'm love so that. glad you said that, dude. Danilo, I are think you about at to one roast point, me or? No, 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 dude. I'm so glad you said that. Like, honest to God, there are times because you know we go to the Alamo together. Um, oh yeah, and out the Alamo for our listeners who've never been to the Alamo Draft House, they have like order cards where you write your your order on, like for an actual menu and stuff there. Um, and you just stick it up, and like a waiter comes, and that's how they take your orders because you write it down. And during some of these movies, like I'll write notes down about weird little key details for when we talk about the podcast. Only thing I wrote down because I thought it was gonna be a quick throw throwaway reference had me dying, dude. Because at one point, I don't remember if it was recorded or not, but very early on in this podcast, this podcast, um, we uh, got into a huge argument at one point, Danilo, about Thomas the Tank Engine. And that shit just had me fucking almost in tears during this movie. Because I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was you, at least. You were adamant about it being sure. Thomas the Train. And was, I don't know, no, dude. No, I, I knew it was Thomas the Tank Engine, but... There was, if it Thomas wasn't you, and then maybe it was Dakari. I don't remember, but there was yeah. someone on this podcast that I got into a full-blown argument with about the whole Thomas the Tank Engine stuff. Um, and it was that just was weird. Me, dog. You thought it was Thomas the Train, bro. No, dude. And I don't. I would never say that. Always been dude. Engine, dude. Thomas the Tank Engine. No, but you have such a bad memory, dude. Because I remember I asked you. I texted you in the theater. Yo, are we covering no. Bullet Train? No, that shit looks ass. Now here you are sucking off Bullet Train. No, I didn't think it looked fucking ass, dude. You're absolutely right. But the Thomas the Tank Engine stuff's cool, dude. I like those two, man. I, that, that, that is one thing I like about the movie. Those two brothers. I thought they were cool, man. Yeah. Oh, they're the best part they're of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I just think the Thomas uh, the Tank Engine stuff's hilarious, dude. Like, I have a fucking bin in my mom's attic of all my old Thomas stuff because they're all diecast and shit, you know? Um, but, like, I've been going to bat for fucking years because everyone ever since, like, Thomas had that rebrand where it's, like, Thomas and Friends, everyone thinks he's the train, not the fucking Tank Engine, dude. So I would thousand percent applaud this movie for going ahead and, uh, I don't know, just hammering in the Tank Engine-ness? I don't fucking know. It's funny to me, at least. Oh, dude, I, I love every time they say Thomas the Train and Brian Tyree Henry's just like, it's a darn tank engine. Yeah, like, dude, there was a couple times when he said that. Like, he will put, his character will play bullet in your head if you don't call it Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, That's just dude. dedication to the fandom, man. That's just dedication. It was funny, dude. It was hilarious. I don't know. I fucking love Brian oh, dude, Tyree I'm... Henry as well, dude. I've talked oh, about that when we yeah. did Eternals last year. He He was one of the best parts of Eternals. He's also great in Atlanta for anyone who hasn't watched that. Atlanta is fantastic, yes. Eternals, I don't know why he would just said that out loud, but Eternals is ass. <laughs> Eternals is not great, but Brian Tyree Henry is the best part of that movie. 
So. Yeah, he's still a, sh- a turd in a pile of shit, though, in that movie, dude. As much as I like him. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Eternals, man. <laughs> Anyways, Brian Tyree Henry is my favorite part of this movie, 100%. Um, I love the relationship between him and his brother. Uh, the fake-out between the two deaths was, was, I wouldn't say, like, I was expecting there to be a fake-out. Um, it didn't catch me off guard by any means, but I was also kind of like impressed that this you know one-off movie with debatable throwaway characters actually was able to deliver a bit of emotion during that fake death scene the first time. Like I oh, kind of gave that? a shit when uh, what was his name Lemon? Yeah, when Lemon's in like against the the door frame while Tangerine is like propped up his dead bodies there, and you just see him like the, the frame it's. Like a quarter of Tangerine's face is in shot or in focus, and we just see Lemon sitting there, and he's like crying and just looking at his brother before he takes his necklace off and puts it on him. Good scene, dude. Good shit, dude. That that probably was the best scene of the movie. Yeah, I I, I remember that scene and that. I don't know. You were able to get emotion in a movie like this. A little. I don't a know, man. Bit. This was a good turn your brain off. Have fucking fun with it. Oh yeah, I immediately turned my brain off. Danilo, I know I know you're ready to rip this movie. Fucking go for it, dude. Dude, what about our ratings, bud? Yeah, I'm saying give me your ratings, pal. That's one. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, for me, dude. Listen, action movies have never been my thing, man. I couldn't care for Rambo. Couldn't care for Terminator. Couldn't care for Predator. Couldn't care for anything, dude. Then along one day, I go on fucking FX or I don't even, I don't even think it's FX. I don't really know how I even turned it on or what made me turn it on. I turned on John Wick. And that will forever be the greatest action movie I've ever watched in my entire life. And there will never be an action movie that will ever come close to John Wick. That looks like just realistic action like that. And so no movie's ever going to come to that, man. And I realized that when I was watching this. And we watched we watched a few other action ones back in the day. You know, we covered them. Mm. And, and just nothing lives up to John Wick, dude. It just can't. Yeah, this movie's just straight hot. This movie's ass. Dang. CGI CGI is a mess. Editing's a complete mess. The story was decent. The action can't compare to John Wick. Uh, n- nice color. Nice color palette. You know? Mm. But uh, the brothers were cool. Tangerine and Lemon. Thought that, and, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine. All that stuff was cool. Uh, but yeah, dude. Like, other than that, this was just, you know. And it dragged on, dude. The last act, I felt like it just dragged on. And, like, I could get behind it, too. I could get behind the two hour, the hour and a half runtime. Or hour forty five or whatever, dude. But when we get those last fifteen minutes where the train like fucking flies, dude, I was like, okay, really? You know, now I'm completely taken out of it. Like I was just completely taken out of it. That's fair. I feel like I yeah. think it, it does run on a bit, a little bit. Just needed the end, man. It has to be a bit tighter there, but yeah, hot. I didn't need the train sequence in slow mo. I feel like because it was like a solid yeah, no. like minute and a half. I feel like or two minutes. Yeah, it was, man. It was, I don't know, man. But it's, it's a hot for me, man. That's all. Okay. For, dude, for this one, you know, it is, it's going to be a, a, a best bin for me. But it's weird. I'm torn on this one with this comparison. By no means will this be one of my favorite movies of the year, I feel like. But it was damn fun. This is something that whenever, at the end of this year or early next year, whenever we do our top ten that we always do... This is something I want to think about and have pleasant memories for, 100%. Um, yeah, it's just, for me, this is 
probably like a runner-up to Ambulance for like those one-off random action movies that just hold up well. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy it, though. But Bestman, what about you, Alex? I'm gonna go into Boo on the way to Bestman. Okay. I I like it. Um, I the last like 15 minutes with the editing flaws and the bad CG really dropped it dropped down the score for me because mm. it's it's noticeably bad <laughs> and that's unforgivable in this in this day and age Absolutely. So. one thing i do want to mention real quick uh daniel i texted you about it i know you don't give a fuck about it um alex really want to hear your thoughts before we move on to this next movie just real quick the ryan reynolds cameo in this and this is clearly a reference to the whole Deadpool 2 cameo of Brad Pitt. How'd you like that, dude? I was I busted out loud laughing during that. Also, not the first time Ryan Reynolds cameos the David Leach movies. He does it frequently. He was in Hobson Shaw. Um, he was in that. I forgot. He, he wasn't that. The only man to call The Rock Rebecca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... I liked it. I thought it was a nice touch. I thought that, like, seeing all these collaborators that have worked with Leech in the past come back, that's a sign of good faith that he's a director that people like to work with. And if people mm. like to work with you, then that means you get to make more projects. And I like his style of filmmaking. I think he does have a legit style, and he knows how to do action really well. I don't think that there was a single fight in this movie that was incomprehensible. Yeah. And for mod- for modern action movies, that's, like, impossible, basically. So, mm-hmm. we're about to talk about some incomprehensible fights, though. Yeah, that's that's a perfect segue into this, Alex. Danilo, give us your recap for the Russo's The Gray Man. Yeah, dude, so, um... Oh, fuck. Um, he's like... <laughs> He's like, what is what even is he, dude? He's just a gray man. It's like their special ops team in whatever this world is. Um, what's his face? Not Ryan Reynolds. Fucking Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Sierra Six. Sierra Six. Um, just goes on a fucking rampage. Doesn't know. He doesn't do anything wrong, dude. He just steals a fucking necklace, dude. And all of a sudden, the CIA is going after him, and they hire Chris Evans, who's going after him as well, and. It's like you know, they're you know, blow for blow. Ana de Armas is in it. Um, then she starts helping out Ryan Gosling and um, his buddy who bailed him out of jail so he could be uh, six or whatever was getting kidnapped by Chris Evans' character, and because they're trying to go after a fucking necklace, which shows that you know the CIA just blows up innocent people. You know, I mean, just go on fucking Facebook. You don't need to, you know, worry about the guy stealing a necklace to find that shit out. You know, we have TikTok now, guys. Come on now. Um, then uh, they just fucking kill each other and just fight and fight and fight. Um, there's a nice shootout sequence for like 20 minutes, just absolutely destroying a set. Um, this, and they paid money for real sets to do that, but for a simple shot of, like, walking to a funeral, they CGI just a straight green screen in the background. Um, they just fight at the end, and his buddy's daughter, like, somehow gets wrapped in it, and I don't even know if they get the fucking necklace back. I, they do, or whatever, <laughs> and they just like a slap on the hand. They're like, sorry, guys. 
you know, you killed like 900 people, but you're, you're good. Just don't do it again. And Anadaramas is like, I'm in your personal space. And he's like, get out of my personal space. And uh, Ryan Reynolds kills some people to help the daughter at the very end. And he's like, turn on the record. And the girl just starts crying because she's listening to music while people are getting slaughtered. And then the credits rolled, and it said directed by the Russos. And I thought to myself, you know what? God, these guys are just shit storytellers. Thank God you said it, dude. Holy fuck. I, this movie just made me hate the Russo brothers. Honest to God. I, I couldn't... I've watched this movie sober, dude. And one scene last night, and then I watched the last, like, 40-ish minutes today again... Which, I don't know why the fuck this movie has 15 minutes worth of credits involved. And this isn't a Disney Plus project. I don't know when the fuck Netflix are just throwing all the credits all at once on there. Special um, effects, dude. Yeah, dude. Fire fucking team, Netflix. You don't need 15 minutes worth of credits for special effects for a movie like this. Come on, dude. Don't say stuff like that, bro. Dude, this movie's not, not good. I'm not saying it. I'm, that's not what I said at all, dude. I just said, come on, Netflix. Yeah, okay, what are your thoughts on your thoughts on this? What are my thoughts? Give me something to work well, with. Yeah, man. Come on. As, as soon as you told me to watch this, I'm like, this fucking guy just wants to piss me off. Like, like <laughs> that's honestly it. Like, he just wants to piss me off. He's going to make me watch fucking Bullet Train, which is going to be just a jerk-off movie. He's going to then make me sit at home and watch two fucking hours of just straight ass. I knew it was going to be ass, dude. You have Chris Evans in it, who's a fucking ass actor. Um... Then you have Ana de Armas in it. Because, you know, I'm like, he just wants to see it because he wants to see what Ana de Armas is going to do. She's going to have a little slingling on her thigh and pull out a machine gun. No, bud, she ain't going to do that. So, sorry your dick's soft for this fucking movie, man. I'm like, this fucking guy's just going to make me watch shit. And that's what it was. From from the minute it started, I'm like, I, w- I was pissed off. And at the minute <laughs> it ended, I was the happiest man alive. As soon as he, as soon as I saw the first black, black screen roll, I was like, get this off my fucking TV. You know? And, and, you know, like, simple shots are just green screened for some fucking reason. Like I said, dude, mm. we're going to the funeral. They're, they're, I know that location's real. It, it, they, they can't have made it up, and we're green screening it. We're just green screening locations. But when it comes time to have just a fucking blowout, shootout, whatever you want to call it, that, that we use real sets. Okay, man. If that's what you want to do, Anthony and Joe, you go right for it. You know, let's just, but we got to make the green screen better. Maybe, maybe Netflix is broke. You know, maybe they are, man. I don't know. I know de-aging De Niro, Pacino, and uh, just basically the whole fucking mafia was, you know, a lot for their budget. Because clearly they're broke with special effects, you know. And yeah, everyone's like, well, those special effects artists aren't getting paid enough for the work that they're doing and they need to be union. Shut the fuck up, bro. Shut the fuck up. Truly, shut the fuck up. You know what? If these studios have money... They can just be, the movie's going to be released this day. You got this amount of time to finish the special effects. Give them a good amount of time so I won't have to be looking at my screen on my little 55-inch 4K TV and be like, wow, basically this whole movie is just green screened. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, VFX artist. Just, you know, I never want to see a movie with these people in it again. Uh, Ryan Gosling, if you do like Blade Runner 2051, I'll go see that. You know, no problem, no problem. Um, I do I'd go see Knives Out too if you're in it for a cameo. Who fucking knows? But uh, Chris Evans, blow me, dude. Awful fucking actor. Uh, I don't even know who else is in it, dude. Just some fucking no names. 
fucking Apu, the fucking Indian guy. I'm like, God, dude, can someone put a bullet in his fucking head? Um, what are you talking about? Yeah, dude. The fucking Indian guy who actually stole the necklace to give to Chris Evans. Danush. Danush. Yeah, d- yeah. Sick name, bud. How about you just who call are you yourself? talking about? The, yeah, see, so you clearly don't even know what the fucking movie's about. That's what I'm saying, dude. I fucking watched this movie basically a time and a half, almost, because I watched 40 fucking minutes of yeah. it. I don't remember this shit. Yeah, dude. Fucking Apu steals a necklace, or, you know, just, I don't know why we're using, like, real ethnic names all of a sudden, bro. It's 99% white. Just call him Chris. That's what he's called when I call my Verizon help desk. Chris. Call him fucking Chris. Yeah, this has to be the worst thing I've ever watched in my fucking life. Um, I know when we do the Stallone trilogy, you're going to get the same energy, guys. So hopefully you're ready for that as well. What's what's Stallone trilogy? I don't fucking know, dude. You like sucking him off too, so we're going to see some <laughs> bullshit. I know, we're just, it's going to be just some bullshit movies, dude. No, I fucking hate yeah, this man. thing, dude. I only picked this because I knew Ana de Armas was in it. Yeah, that's what I said, dude. You just want, you just wanted to stroke one out and may, maybe see her have her little slinglet on her thigh and pull out a machine gun. I didn't even know this was a fucking action movie, dude. No, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> just shut up, dude. No, dude, I'm serious. I, I, I didn't even watch the fucking trailer. Closing, I'm just going to get my closing thoughts right now. There's not a planet on this earth I would give this fucking movie. <laughs> so if, you, if, you th- if you're thinking about, I don't want to say it, but let's say you're depressed. And you just want something to push you over that edge. Watch this movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Your thoughts, Alex? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. You're just going to tell me to shut up. Did you like this? Hold on, real quick. Before, real quick, before we get to that, I want to go ahead and also add this. Because this is something you've been arguing for a while, about the Chris Evans stuff. This, yeah. by far, is his worst, worst performance. 100%. No. Lightyear was, bud. When I didn't see him fight Zerg, that was no, dude, no, no. He deserves an Oscar. Compared to this movie, Lightyear deserves an Oscar. No, dude. No, no dude. You I'm serious. This was the worst no. attempt of carbon no. copying a character in a movie I've ever fucking seen. This what was just trying. Copying, dude? This was just trying to make the dude from Knives Out into an action character, preppy little fucking rich boy with some power. I don't know, dude. Don't dude, say I'm stuff serious. Like that, I stuff down to the like same that, fucking. I, I, I went to a prep school, dude. I went to a prep school. Don't say stuff like that. I no, respect dude. God. I respect God and religion, man. Oh, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Chris Evans. Go fuck yourself for this movie as well, dude. Um. <laughs> well, this movie just maybe did not like Chris Evans for this fucking time. I'll be honest. Couldn't care about Ryan Gosling either in it. I thought it was really neat, you know that fucking him and Anadair Moss working together because certain movies like this work together when you have like chemistry between two character or two actors or even actor and director usually hear me out dude shut the fuck up here when usually when they go on to another project it's kind of neat seeing them do something you know but like this for whatever reason this does not work do you guys remember like after um Captain Marvel dropped and people were praising Brie Larson, Samuel Jackson, and then a month later they went and did another movie for Netflix. That absolutely fucking bombed that unicorn movie. This is that equivalent mm-hmm. to that chemistry. If you liked On a Day or Moss and Ryan Gosling and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, don't watch this. Don't taint that image of them together. You know, th- they should have been a fun project, kind of like how Men in Black International was a fun project for 
Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson together, but this this wasn't enjoyable, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Alex, go with your thoughts, dude. All right, I'll keep this short and sweet. <laughs> uh, if you saw my letterbox review, you already know I loved it. I actually really did. I thought that this was fun. I had a great time with this. I did. I thought Billy Bob Thornton actually finally gave her crud in a movie again for the first time, which was nice. Who? And I, he was the guy who played the old friend of, uh, yeah, the old guy, uh, court, court gentry, the, his real name, not Sierra six. So, Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad G, (laughs) (laughs) but nah, I, I like this and I will die on that hill. I like the Russo's last movie too. So that was, uh, extraction, right? Of Hemsworth. Nope. Nope. They did. Their last movie was cherry with Tom Holland. That's my top five. Top five of last year. We really like Cherry. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Extraction came out afterwards. No, Extraction wasn't the Russos. That was their stunt coordinator. They produced it. Oh, they produced. Okay, that's when I'm getting confused. Yeah, okay. they they, on, they produced they mm. produced the Extraction movies. That was Sam Hargrave. They're doing more just kind of their own thing at this point. They're just okay. doing whatever. I'm, and it looks like they are going to be doing a sequel to The Gray Man. They're this is getting a franchise now. Is what I've heard. This says a spinoff yes. and a sequel confirmed. I just know about a sequel. Um, I'd want to. S- the only thing that I'm hesitant on is they just go down the wrong way with franchising it. So I'm yeah, gonna stay it. Hes- <laughs> Stop, dude! I want to hear his thoughts. Yeah, go man. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You recommended this bullshit, dude. I want to hear his thoughts. If he likes this movie, Alex, tell me every reason you like this movie, man. No, because Max will shut the podcast no, no, down. Go ahead, before go ahead. I, I will mute myself. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to hear it, dude. You, you like this movie, man. So what like what is it? The characterization between Gosling and Evans' character. Evans is definitely more of the preppy little snotty snot nosed brat type, but he's that but with the ability to kill like ten people in a minute. So uh, that little that dynamic was because you never really know what's going to happen with him. So he could either say a, qu- a witty line or he could try and stab your eye. So, and then Gosling, he's more just kind of this jerk for most of the movie. And by the end, he's at least something of a human again after being treated like a property from the government for years. So I mean, I, I thought that it had at least a little bit of emotional depth, but I didn't care about that. I and, Thought the action scenes were the best part of the movie. I'm okay. I'm done now. Y'all can y'all can oh, bomb the heck out of it. I was waiting for more, dude. I was, I was waiting for more too. I dude. told That's you I was gonna keep you. I told you I was gonna keep it short and sweet because y'all y'all don't like this. I like it. I feel also I have a full review already out on this. If you want to go it, check that do, out, do I have to read? Yes, I know that's difficult oh, for dude, you, but. On, Max, can you teach him how to read or something? I tried last week, man. It just didn't go anywhere. We were in line for okay. Kevin Smith for like seven oh. hours. I was like, Danilo, I'm going to make you read the back of this DVD. And he said, I'm going to shoot myself, man. I was like, yeah. I'll just put it in the fucking Google uh, text read. <laughs> I, hey, I, I don't care. Put it in text read <laughs> or not. Go. Uh, so. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad you liked it, man. I'm, I'm glad right. you liked it. You know, that's good. I I'm, wanted to I'm like thinking, this. No, you didn't, dude. You just wanted to jerk off to Anna. 
stop, bro. No, stop. no. Hey, if he wanted to do that, Ana de Armas has a whole movie coming out later. This l- later in September. Hey, dude, both. God. If y'all are trying to go there and make it weird, there you go. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> oh fuck. No, dude, I feel yeah, bad. Like Alex, you invited me like three weeks ago to see this in theaters with you, dude. Like I was. Yes. I wanted to like this movie. Genuinely, I, but like I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. You think it was because you saw it in the theater, screen. man? I didn't actually. I wasn't oh, able you didn't to. See it in I la- last minute I was going to, and I had my ticket, but at some, I had some work come up, so I wasn't oh, able okay. to go. And then I was out on vacation, so had to watch okay. it on my laptop. But oh, on a Dakari. Yeah, I, I, I'm not proud of that. That I had to watch it on my laptop. Dang, I was about to ask the same question too. If you thought you liked it so much, or if you liked it so much because you saw it in the theater, like if that experience was better. I. I feel like that this should have been in theaters. Netflix should have given this like a two-week theatrical window because, if anything, just because this plays for the big screen. It's not meant to be... This is big. This is large-scale. Like, I mean, there's a reason why this has a $200 million budget. You can actually see it, unlike other Netflix movies. $200 million budget, but I see the same drone shot every two minutes, man. Oh, yeah, dude, Michael Bay! Hey, hey. Hey, 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 just because Ambulance went crazy with the drones doesn't mean we can expect that every time. No, this movie Michael went Bay. fucking crazy with the drone. I'm seeing you for five no. minutes in this movie. No, the same they drone way, transition they... shot, I shit you not, is in this movie like 30 All fucking right. times, dude. You know what? I'll go wa- rewatch The Gray Man after this, and got, I'll watch it. I, I, pro- I pointed it out last night to my roommate. It got so annoying. It would just dip under something and make a really weird upright curve. It's the same transition you see throughout it, nonstop. All right, I will. I'll look for it. I'll look for it. But you don't have to look if for you're... it. It's like I'm looking for you, man. <laughs> when you when you watch it again, I want you to text me, okay? Okay. I will. I I will. You know what? Even better. I'll go on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on Twitter. Yeah, go ahead. Every Actually, every time you see that drone shot, take a shot, Alex. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just be taking pictures, and we're just going to see how long the thread gets. Yeah, that too. <sighs> no, because I can't drink. I'm not man, 21. We're trying to grow on that platform instead. Doing on TikTok. Oh, on Twitter? Doing no, on TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. We're trying um, to grow on that. See, I would, but... You're not a real guy. fan, dude. That's all right, dude. It's huh? all right, man. We're trying well, to go on Not a real fan. Not a real fan, dude. I thought we had the world's biggest gray man fan over here. <laughs> Come on, dude. Leave him alone, man. You, you know like what? That, like movie, that's bro. going in my Tinder profile. Yeah, that's, dude. You okay. need a shirt. You, need a, you know how, like, Netflix I had will... uh, the Stranger Things shop? They need a gray man shop, and I want to see, like, Alex Reams on Instagram posted up with his fucking... I will come... <laughs> I will be dripped out. <laughs> Dude, oh fuck! I'm, oh. Put my money where my mouth is. Alex, they release a Green Man shop. Alex, if when Halloween comes up, if I don't see you in that stupid sweater for porn stash with some shitty ham prosthetics at my house, I'm gonna be mad, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gonna have the stash. Yeah, God. What what is your rating for this one, Alex? Before we give our ratings. 
Say right. it, bro. It's okay, man. If you like the movie, you like the movie, man. Max likes The Rise right. of Skywalker. Right. I like The Last Jedi. Say say it, man. Bespin, four out of five. Okay. I'm glad you like it, dude. For real. This, it makes it more interesting than us just sucking this movie off or all just hating it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I also understand your point of view. I, I could easily have a terrible time with this movie. I could watch it once, and I know that I could come out of it hating it. So... If I'm enjoying it now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it while it lasts. Okay, that's fair, dude. That's fair. And when it when it eventually gets a Blu-ray release, if I do not see you day one buying this thing, I'm calling you out. <laughs> it better get the Criterion 4K. Oh, that's what I'm waiting for. I mean, I guess that they can put the Irishman on Criterion. Anything's possible. Could you oh, imagine? Oh, you shut your mouth. They put it on the Criterion channel. On <laughs> they the, put, on the Criterion. Uh, Michael Bay's Armageddon is in the Criterion collection. It is. Yeah, I know that. I know that. I was going to pick it so, up, actually. I was like, I've never seen it. <laughs> I'm waiting for a Blu-ray. I just want a Blu-ray of Armageddon. I feel you. Uh, for me, dude, this is a Jakku on the way to a fucking Hoth. Um, it's dope seeing Gosling and Demos again. You know, I'm a fan of when, you know, actors or actors and directors get together to do other projects in the future. Um, unfortunately, this just did not work out for me. Um you know, last year we reviewed one of these movies. Unfortunately, you weren't on an episode, Danilo. We talked about uh, Michael B. Jordan's Without Remorse. And I was talking about, like, that movie made me feel like I was watching a video game. Like a weird, like, like just a Call of Duty campaign almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I really wanted to, like, try to have, like, those goggles into going into this movie and just have fun with it. Um, yeah, this is a video game I would have fucking returned after a goddamn day if it was a game. Um, Jakku on the way to Bespin, dude. I, I just can't... I, I can't find a single thing I like about it, mainly. Other than we have these two actors together that just aren't that great anymore, I feel like. Or at least together. Um, what's your rating, Daniel? You said it's not even a fucking planet? No, I, I, I won't rate this movie, dude. I will not rate this film. Okay. It's, I mean, it's fair, yeah, dude. Fuck it. Yeah, that is the worst thing I've watched this year. Actually, was it? Hang on. Hang on, dude. Give me one minute, because I think there was another thing we uh, we watched that was pretty bad this year, didn't didn't we? We watched a, a bunch of stuff that wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, dude. But but oh yeah, dude. Lightyear was only a half star, like not even a full star. So th- this was worse than Lightyear, and that's actually saying something. Yeah, you didn't like Lightyear. That's right. You did not. Yeah, dude. Because I wanted Zerg, bro. <laughs> no. No, nothing else, man. Yeah. This this was worse. Let me not say that. Let me let me not say this is worse than Texas Chainsaw. That was pretty bad too. Yeah, really? did hey. it come close though? What? For you? Oh yeah, you- dude. I would never watch either again. I between the two, I would rewatch Gray Man again because the te- that movie had the uh, Texas Chainsaw soured on me. Did it? Okay. It, it it soured a little bit because I started going back and I started doing the thing that gets me in trouble. I started thinking. Whoa! I started thinking, man, and that, that, that that's right just now. a bad idea. No, can't no, do that no. with movies. Nope, you can't can't have a free thinking with movies. But it soured. I, I'm. It's probably gonna drop down to like a two, maybe two and a half. That's pretty high, dude. That's <laughs> Look, a big drop. Consi- too, well, consider where it was before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I got. You. I was I was someone who enjoyed this movie, and even now I'm kind of like. Yeah, something stinks. That that kind of sounds like uh, the state of our podcast. 
Okay, dude. See, man. We're more like Bullet Train, okay? Chaotic. That's why I like Uneven. to hear, Alex. Messy. Messy. My brother in Christ. <laughs> that about wraps up the show. <laughs> yes, please. Let, let, let's, land, let's wrap this up, please. Alex, where can our listeners find your messy self, man? <laughs> oh, man. And the article. You can and the article. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm going to plug the article. The article is at drinkinthemovies.com. Just search up the gray man. You'll find it. On Twitter and Instagram at AWReams, that's A-W-R-E-A-M-S, and on Letterboxd, that's Alexander W. Reams. Hell so. yeah, man. Hell yeah. Check out the article. We have a link down below in the show notes as well for you guys. Uh, yeah. Gosh, dude. This was tiring, talking about Gray Man. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Uh, I'm about to drink. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at a beer on my, on my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he liked the movie, man. I'm actually happy Alex liked the movie, man. You know? Yeah. Anyway, though, what were you going to ask me, dude? I was going to say, what are we something? talking next week, Danilo? I don't fucking know, dude. I don't look at the schedule, man. I Jesus. Look at it, right? It's your week next week. So, Carl, are you on Prisoners? We're talking down the podcast oh, next yeah. week. I didn't know if we were bumping it, dude. Didn't know if we were bumping it, man. <sighs> Sick one, pal. Sick one. Check out the YouTube, Galaxy Film Productions. Follow us on TikTok or going live on there at Galaxy of Film. Instagram and Twitter at Galaxy of Film. If you enjoyed the show, please consider us leaving us an iTunes and Spotify review. It truly does help out this show much more than you can imagine. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. My brother in Christ, please drop Utopia. about my article?